Absolutely. That everyone just thinks scrambles are fun and you hit driver every time. No, there's a lot of learnings in scrambles. And we're back for another part train. I'm one of your co-hosts, Evan Singer. We've got Matt Cermak with me as well. As always, guys, first of all, thank you for hopping aboard the part train. Our mission on the part train, in case you're new, is to help frustrated golfers enjoy the ride again on and off the course. And we believe that if you can learn to smile through bad golf, you can smile through anything. We feature interviews from PGA Tour pros, best-selling authors, CEOs, mental coaches, and many more to make the hardest game in the world feel easy and give you the tools to enjoy the ride. Before we get to this episode, Sarum, a quick word from our friends at Roback. We talk about Roback a lot. Before you guys fast forward through this ad read, do me a favor. Um, I just want to apologize and I want to warn you before you use our promo link. Okay. Um, I want to give a little bit of a warning, Sarum. Yeah, I think um, it's important. And I've realized I've never really given this warning. So my apologies to all the, the listeners and the part train faithful out there. Um, Roback performance apparel is addictive. And um, it's like a drug. And once you get your first piece, it's really hard to stop, sir. We just had a good buddy text me. I put it on our Instagram at the part train uh, story. And uh, he sent me a picture of his laundry, and I never oh, seen I, anything I saw like it. it. It was unbelievable. It was kind of what my laundry looks like these days. It's just rowback everywhere. Guys, every piece of clothing that they offer has four-way stretch. The, everything's, the collars, everything stays stiff after every wash. Um, and it, it looks good, feels good. It, I've, I've, especially going into the summer, Serum. Nothing keeps you cooler than a rowback shirt. I can guarantee you that. I've tried every brand, and now I don't wear anything else. So, no doubt, guys, go into our show notes. Get or, addicted, or go, <laughs> or go to our social accounts at the Part Train, um, wherever you like your social, whether Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Hit the link in the bio and tap the link that says "Get fifteen percent off your first rowback order." Um, and get yourself something good. But I will warn you, if you're going to do that, you're going to get more. You will so, not stop. You won't stop. It's I just, that good. Ev, I just ordered three new hats. Their hat collection's <laughs> unreal. All kinds of colors. I actually got a new hat recently, too. So good. I'm not wearing a rowback hat. I'm wearing a partridge hat. That's it. Two options. Yeah, yeah there's, there's only two options, really. Okay. You've had your warning, so don't DM us out of frustration. You're going to love it so much that it's going to become an addiction and the best kind. So thanks as always, guys. Uh, make sure you get your 15% off. Okay. Serm, this is a little yep. bit of a different episode for us. Do, are we calling this a chipping away? We are. I think we're back to chipping away. It's been a minute. It kind of feels good. Serm, you actually brought this up about a month ago. You said, hey, I just played in a scramble and there's some really interesting dynamics whether you're playing first, whether you're hitting fourth, um, the free nature of it, you know, I think it shows really the power of perspective and mindset because some people it, it allows them to play free. Some people, they put more pressure on themselves. And I think there's a lot of lessons, kind of like we did with the U.S. Open, on playing in these games, whether it's scrambles, skins, 
I, I think there's a lot to take away for your everyday round um, that maybe we can unpack from these more fun rounds, you know, whether it's an event or a charity or whatever it is. Right. No, totally. I mean, I, I, I find myself planning a fair amount of scrambles, right? Whether they're for organizations or charity events. I think a lot of our listeners, I would think, at least played in a scramble at some point in their life. But um, it, it's so much fun. And it's for a lot of reasons, right? There's the camaraderie with the team. Usually, you know, you're, you know, you're, there's some sort of tournament involved. So you, you know, you're competing out there, but you're having a ton of fun. Um, like I said, it's usually for an organization or a good cause and raising a very jovial mood. You know, you're having some beers, you got the music going, but here's the thing, right? You're not, you know, you've got a team here, you're not necessarily responsible for every shot. And that does something to your mind a little bit though, right? You're less worried about results. And I've played a lot of scrambles in my life, but I've just kind of been thinking about it recently. And you're not as worried about results. You're swinging harder. You're getting this green light mode out there, it seems like. And, you know, if you, if you, if you, if you guys, if we all miss a putt on a hole, everybody's fist, fist bumping and saying, we'll get it the next hole. And this is something we've got to figure out how to take to our everyday normal game when we're playing our own ball. What do you think? I agree with everything you just said. I think um, this topic proves um, how important the mental game is, maybe as much as anything, because, you know, we get a lot of tweets and DMs um, from folks that follow us and, and or listen to the show. And I think there's this underlying belief that the mental, the quote mental game is only really like, your mindset going into a shot, like people think of like visualization. They think of like uh, this intricate mental system. They think of what you think after a bad shot. But a lot of people don't realize how mental everything is, right? We just had someone tweet us yesterday. We were doing something fun on Twitter of like, send in your swing and we'll try and guess your handicap. And this one guy has been going back and forth. I don't know if you saw it, sir. One guy that's been going back and forth with this other dude, I saw it. saying it's not mental, it's not mental. He just has a two-way miss. He's hitting the ball terribly. He's trying new things every different day. Well, guess what? That's mental, you know. And it took me a while to figure this out too. Totally. Like going to the course with a million thoughts in your head about what swing to take or where your elbow is, and like it's too much. Right. And so the reason why I bring that up for this episode is because I feel like there is a lot to unlock for the people that go to a scramble and feel free and green light ripping drives. If it doesn't, if it goes into a hazard, it goes into a hazard. We got three more chances. Whereas a lot of people I've seen actually tense up and don't play well on scrambles because it's like, uh, you know, some PGA Tour guys when they play in a Ryder Cup for the first time you're playing for another person right yeah. and that it can actually add more pressure oh that's interesting i think sometimes the, we, the order dictates that too you've got to yeah. you got to get everybody's got to get comfortable on what order they want to go you're going to go out and play this weekend and said if somebody says you we're not keeping you won't have to keep your individual score today you know what, what do you think of that right party always wants to keep your score right you want to turn in your handicap but if you're not keeping score out there do you think your mindset changes we know it does yeah right yeah but in a scramble you are going to keep score but it's the team score (laughs) right you're going to you know you want to go out and shoot 15 under right 
Well, it's an um, interesting dichotomy, right, Sir? Because I don't know if you've felt this in the past, but when I've played scrambles, sometimes it can be a little slow start. Um, and there's there's this underlying pressure of like, if you're not making birdies, you're falling behind, mm-hmm. which Good is point. different, different than your everyday round, at least for me, right? If I make a birdie, that's awesome. But I'm not going out expecting to make birdies. I'm just trying to, right. you know limit mistakes make pars you know ride that train in so uh i think it's interesting i can i can almost feel like i think shot to shot i found myself being more free but i think as a group sometimes the group can press because it's like on the greens especially four guys putt 10 footers 12 footers and nobody makes it everybody wants to just kill themselves (laughs) Like, I mean, cause you're, you're like, that's pathetic. How can not one of us get one in? Right. Yeah. Um, and you can get a little, and everybody can get a little tense. So, but the other side of that is, you know, if you don't make it on the first hole, man, you, you got, we always talk about, you have 17 more chances, but in a scramble birdies are going to happen. You know, um, do you end up winning? Maybe no, but there's going to be good vibes out there, but you got, you got to definitely relax on the greens and just let it happen. Right. Yeah. But a big thing of that too, Ev, though, is especially if you're playing with a, a decent group of players, you've got to be, you know, you got four chances to be under the hole on that second shot. Right. So uh, you got to be very cognizant of that because look, four uphill putts from 10 feet as opposed to four side hill seven footers, mm-hmm. you know, you like your chances. But that's all the- part of the strategy part, right? It's this fun team strategy well, th- that well- is, uh, gets your mind going. Yeah, talking about strategy for a second, that's a good point. Like course management's mental. And a lot of times in scrambles, it's tough as a team because remember, different people have different strengths. And it's not like you're going through talking to each buddy of like, it's usually just like, hey, which one do we want to take? That one or that one? Usually, in my experience, you take the one that's closer to the green. But sometimes like, you know, I've, we've taken shot out of a greenside bunker instead of a shot 80 yards out from the fairway for sure and you know that's another interesting part of it is what shots do you take like just you know it this is it's it's mental like for you is your strategy as a better player to just take the one that's close to the hole uh, I mean, that's tough decisions no, it, sometimes. It, it totally depends. It, no, we find, I found myself, you know, sometimes taking a longer shot because the angle's better, right? Yeah. Or longer from the fairway, you know, 100 yards in the fairway compared to 65 yards in the rough to go over a bunker, depending on, it, you, you, you got to gauge your team's comfort levels. It's, I'm always like, just be honest. What do you want? What feels better? We all know it feels better. And, you know, and I usually follow the team's lead. But yeah, you got to be careful of that. You know, six, 65 yard shots are hard shots no matter where you are. And if you're coming out of the rough, it's harder to stop it. So, yeah. Um, but sometimes you, yeah, you're <laughs> in a scramble, you're just sometimes you're just trying to hit it as far as you can. But uh, that's when you really start, you know, separating your team if you can get those birdies on some of those more difficult holes or difficult decisions. Yeah. And the other thing, sorry, I'm jumping around a little bit, but that's I'm right. just going to say them as they We're come. Free. That's, We're chipping, that's away. chipping away, right? Uh, <laughs> I, another, th- another thing I've noticed of, in scrambles that really, to me, sheds light on something most amateurs do really badly is 
And of course, in a scramble, this is a great thing to learn from. Everyone wants the tap in birdie, right? Or to make it. Yes. And so I see this every time people chip the ball 20 feet by the hole. Yes. Because they're trying to chip towards the hole instead of giving themselves a good leave. I think that's something to really take away that I see in scrambles that we could all do better in our own games when we're playing on our own or yeah. whenever. Yeah. Right? This is, is that this short, is a big the point. short game? Yeah. This is the, another little trap in the scramble. You got to watch. Everybody wants, you know, it's like I said, you know, if, if you got a little ability and you can play the game decently, you know how to chip a little, you know, you want to make it. Everybody's going for the hole. You're chipping a lot in a scramble. You're struggling, right? <laughs> you're, but, but you start pressing and you make the mm-hmm. hole smaller when you end up trying to be so aggressive. And like you said, look, the strategy on the tee box is always like everybody's dialed in. You know, it's like it's a short par four, 300 yards, really tight, water near the green, and you got a big hitter in your group. Well, that first guy that, you know, is going to just hit an iron, right? So you can let the other guys go. And if he doesn't put it in the fairway, second guy's going to hit an iron. That's always so dialed in. But at your point, it doesn't get dialed in with strategy when you have to chip. When look, first guy going, just put something under the hole, right? You know, and, or just try to be just you know a little more uh, conservative but assertive. And then okay, we've got a five footer, great. We got a six footer. We can seven footer. We can make that. Then you got a couple guys that are better, better players trying. You know giving it a run for its money it's a weird balance right because you feel like you can be more aggressive than you've ever been it's like it's a scramble why would i lay up right but you end up pressing like we said but then also like not giving yourself a lot of times that many good looks like your your course management and your strategy can sometimes go out the window a lot of people aren't actually thinking through their shots because it's just like, all right, well, it's a scramble. We're all trying to just make birdie. And so it's a weird balance because I feel like if you could match the lack of fear that comes with having three people to kind of pick you up, instead of lack of fear, let's say commitment level, right? Commitment level is high in a scramble. Yep. Because consequences are, are pretty, are, are much lower. Uh, of first, course, sure. first three are, is different than the fourth guy. We can talk about that or gal. Um, but I think the pressing is pretty high. So, you know, going back to what we were talking about a minute ago, to me, the main two learnings for your own game that I get from scrambles are commit like you've got three other players and don't press as much. Like, I can feel, I can feel the energy of pressing. It's like yeah. the energy in the team gets low. We're, we're just not making anything. And then you make one. It's like, okay, here we go. Here we go. And you can just feel you're putting so much pressure on the result over and over that nobody's really playing free, which is ironic Yeah, in a it's space weird. like the scramble. Right. And it's weird because like you said, typically in your own game, making birdies are even for good players, they're rare, right? You sprint, you try to, you know, maybe get a couple around if you're really playing good. Um, we're there. It's like everybody all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you know, you've got double digit handicappers that are in this like birdie mode. <laughs> right. So it's, it's, it's just a different feeling. You just have to control it. I think those are really good takeaways for me. What I take to my own game is you is man, when I in a scramble and I'm, we're, it's a good, fun team. 
I'm just, I'm just swinging hard and I'm just, I'm just looking at my target. I'm pulling driver, you know, I'm just bombing it <laughs> more times yeah. than not. And I think so And look, you, you, when you go play your own ball the next week, you can't be stupid and hit a driver where we're not supposed to hit it, but it's just that assertiveness. You're just not worried. You're just not worried about where it's going to go. And you surprise yourself at how good you hit it because you're not caught up in the results or where it might go. And the other thing is too, what I always, and we've talked about this too, have, you know, in between shots is so important. And I think when you're, when you're in a scramble and you're with a good group of guys or gals, you're just having fun, right? You got four people on one team together. It's not yeah. two to a cart. You know, it's not like two, two in one cart and two in the other cart. And there's just a lot of good banter and, you know, in, in vibes and, and, uh, and when you, and when you're, when you're gelling like that, you know, you're having a ton of fun. You're, you're not overly concerned about every, the shot at every moment. You know, you're not, don't have as much time to think internally or talk down in yourself. And then you just kind of get up, you get up to the ball, you get back in the zone as a team, talk it through and, and go. So, um, you got to take that to when you're playing on your, playing your own ball, you know, because you can't put, you can't, <laughs> you'll kill yourself out there in between shots, thinking about what you did on that last shot. You got to relax. You got to find ways to do it. Well, you know gotta what else is really gotta distract, interesting? You got to distract yourself for those few, you know, few minutes in between your shot. Go yeah. Ahead. What's also really interesting that I've noticed over the years in scrambles, sir, is you'll hit like really good shots that if you were playing on your own ball, you'd be pretty happy about, especially with approach shots, right? Yeah. Like you're hitting it like 15 feet and you're like, oh man, not close enough. Right. <laughs> so like that shows the power of perspective and expectation where I was actually joking with some guys I was playing with at a scramble like four months ago. We were like, man, I wish I could uh, like look back and map this round of my own ball. And I bet you it'd be pretty good. Like it'd right. be better than we'd expect We would be playing better than we think we are because again, we are rating ourselves against an every birdie, a birdie, a whole expectation bar. So I want to kind of unpack that for a second because, um, you know, it's like a fine balance. We we've learned a lot over the last month with our guests that we've had on Oh yeah, that amateurs just play too aggressive without enough intention or even awareness of what they're doing when it comes like, you know, par four or five driver every time off the tee. Right. Right. Well, they're not thinking about sight lines. They're not thinking about their, their shot patterns. They're not thinking about where to miss it. They're not thinking about how to keep the ball and play and give themselves chances. Balancing what we've learned recently with the sheer reality of playing a scramble and playing a little bit more aggressive than you would, but also probably hitting more good shots. We got a lot of running themes on the show, which is so fun the power of vocalization, right? You get on that tee box. And if I'm playing with some guys that maybe just aren't as good players at all, or more beginner players and haven't done a ton of scrambles, say like, all right, what are we doing on this hole? What club are we thinking? You know, and if they want my advice, you know, I say, okay, you know, I think you should, I think you should go with this club. Right. Yeah. And people, we start talking about what they feel or what they feel comfortable with. And that's huge. Right. When you yeah. say it. Um, and I think sometimes, you know, that, that's just, that's going to be the game changer because, you know, like you said, oftentimes too aggressive, not thinking, but you don't, you don't have anything. You don't have, you don't have the ideas or the, 
uh, or the shot, you know, the shot patterns or your, you know, your routine to bounce off anybody. You're just caught up in your own world. And I think that's such a great thing about a scramble. Well, do you remember my story I've told on this show before about a tournament I played in years ago, um, a men's league. And I realized that when I was playing Westchester on Friday mornings, I, we wouldn't keep score. You know, we're waking up at five. We're playing in two and a half hours. Yep. This 18 hole executive. And then we'd run and go to work. Um, and I'd always look back at the rounds and I'd be like, I, it would be really hard to remember many bogeys, you know, like I'd shoot like probably two to four over. Just, and, just ru- routine. Right. And, you know, of course it's like an easy executive course, a lot of par threes, but still you got to hit shots. 100%. And I realized like I was just swinging with no consequence right. of where it was going. And it was more about the jokes and, you know, kind of like hitting shots. Let's see what I can do here, you know? Right. And I'd look back and I'd have great results. And then I'd go to these tournaments and I'd be like pretty tight thinking about, okay, this is, this means a lot, right? I've been wanting to win one of these. I feel like with my handicap, I can win this, you know, cause I can, I can shoot 76, you know, if I put it all together. Um, and I was always shooting mid to high eighties, right? Never playing well. And I, it just hit me one day. I'm like, you know what? Clearly. And I, I really want people to hear this. I was thinking about this the other day. A lot of people that think, you know, what is this mental game stuff? Like, I don't know. I just, I'm just playing golf. Like, what are you talking about? If, if you're going out and playing golf every time and not enjoying your results and your only thing you're doing is trying to find your physical tweaks and then go into the next time you play with your new physical tweak, there's a reason why your results are never changing. Because guess what is the same? Your mindset. You know, it's, oh, yeah. it's a very tight, um, focused on results, trying to prevent bad things from happening. Like you can't play golf that way. Um, and so I would just challenge people out there to think about, you know, don't, you don't necessarily have to read like a Bob or tell a book or be like Mr. Or Mrs. Like, you know, Tony Robbins out there. <laughs> it's more about like, try something different. Yeah. Try something that you haven't tried before. And to me, I get invigorated when I have a new thought for a new round, a new focus, you know? And so going back to that story real quick, just it's similar because it's an event, you know, it's kind of like scramble vibes before yeah. and then going into a tournament with a totally different vibe. I tried to take my scramble vibe or my Friday morning round vibe to the tournament because I realized there's nothing to lose. Sure, I could right. lose the tournament, but I've been losing the tournaments already. Yeah, and with trying to and, win it. Well, and Evan, you're a good player. I mean, you know, you're tr- you're, you're trusting your instincts out there, right? Yeah. You're not overthinking. Like you know the course, and everybody listening, you guys play your courses. You know your courses. You know what clubs hit off the tee. You know what the greens do, and you just trust your gut. But oftentimes, when we get when we're playing for score, when we're playing, you know, in a tournament, or, or we're playing for money, we just we get to, we get so caught up in the score. So you're right, Ev. I would encourage everybody to go out. You know, you know, maybe you know, 
play a scramble, you know, do a two man scramble, do a four man scramble. If there's a tournament to get into, if you haven't done it, see what it's like, see where your mind is. And then, you know, go out in the evenings or the early mornings and, and just say, I'm not playing, I'm not playing for score. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not gonna do it. I'm, what, and what does that feel like? What is your, what does your mind feel like? What does uh, your body feel like? Um, what are, where are your emotional levels at? Be surprised yourself. Like you said, Ev. And it's a great practice too. Like, let's talk about this term. We've talked about this a few weeks ago. The first person to hit versus the fourth person to hit. Yeah. Right. And the difference of how can you swing like the first person? Right. And if you are the fourth person, okay, let's lay out what's on the line. Right. If you feel like you're behind the eight ball, if you don't birdie, think about the heightened sense of consequence. If the first three guys or gals hit the ball out on the first three tee shots, right? And if you hit, if you have no tee shot in play (laughs) in a scramble, I've been there and you're, you're hitting three from the tee or you're having to drop laterally and you have a penalty shot on a scramble. You're not making birdie. You're trying to save bogey. Right. And if you make a bogey in a scramble, you might as well walk off the the course. Right. So, (laughs) so let's like, let's walk through it for a second. That's all there. That's all the case. That's all true. Right. But I think the best athletes and mindsets in the world acknowledge the situation, but they focus on what helps them the best, what helps them perform. And so they will say, okay, well, this is a pressure. Like the pressure's on me. Pressure is a good thing because it means I'm in a situation that matters. So what helps me perform? What does thinking about if I hit this OB, our team's screwed and we're going to lose the scramble, help you perform? No, you might think that, but we're going to talk about how you reset in a second, but the best players reset. So you say, okay, yep, that's the, that's the normal thought. That's the situation. But how can I give myself the best chance to hit a good, sh- to hit a, sh- a committed shot? Don't even say hit a good shot. How can I hit a committed shot? So then you go to your swing right. keys, which we've talked about many times yeah. in the show, either your tempo, your posture, um, something in but, your but, process. But, keys. But, but I would say this, Ev, I don't think you need to put it, you know, this is where we get in trouble. Okay, so I, I've played in a lot of scrambles where I've had you know guys that are you know don't play a lot of golf or beginners, and there's three shots that are not in play and completely out of play, right? And look, at the end of the day, I had a plan going into that tee box whether they were going to do that or not. I know what I need to do. Mm-hmm. I know the club to hit. Why would I? Why would I change anything? Yeah, it stinks. <laughs> yeah, you're going to put. You feel like you got a little more pressure on yourself, but like you you know what the plan is. It's it's a driver on this hole. Now there's going to be scenarios where it, it's a hard hole and it was maybe a driver for me if there was a ball in play, you know, and then I change it up, you know, and then you go, you know, pull out a hybrid or pull out an iron and just put it, get it down there. And here's the thing, Ev, you know, you just got to make a committed swing, whatever it is. But when you're that fourth guy and you do that, boy, you pick up your team and then you free them up too. Then they're like, oh man, we've got a guy that can do this. Right. Like that can, you know, and that kind of frees them up in the back of their mind, knowing that there's not so much pressure on them because there's always this pressure at the start of a scramble for 
for people because they want to, everybody wants to contribute in some way or the other. Right. Um, but uh, would you agree? Ev? I mean, yeah, you know, you don't need to change everything. Like I said, trust your instincts. Well, at the end of the day, it's ego, right? A scramble is actually a great proving ground to see ego all around um, and learn yeah. to operate outside of it. Because think about it. You're right. If you're a 20 handicap or 15 handicap, whatever your handicap is, let's say you're not one of the better players on the team, that there, there is arguably more pressure for them going in because you're right. They desperately want to just give one shot early, right? Because your ego doesn't want to feel like you're six holes in and you haven't taken one shot. You feel like you're not helping the team. That's why I've always told Ryan, I've said this before on the show, rule number one as a team, we don't apologize to each other, right? Absolutely. We just do our best. We pick each other up and it's a ham and egg game and you're going to make mistakes. I'm going to make mistakes and let's hope that we can pick each other up. And if we don't, we'll do best better the next hole. Well, for sure. You know, there's a guy in a group that maybe is like, you know, talking before you're playing like, Hey, uh, I don't know how I'm going to help the team out today. I just say, dude, I know. You're going to make a few putts out there for mm-hmm. us. And you know what? Trust me, you, you know, those drives will come, you know, if they're worried about their driver, so to speak. Yeah. But just, hey, man, all I, I'll say is all I need, just, I know you'll make, I know you'll make, we'll get a putt or two from you today. Well, but, think about, but, think about the difference. So the story you create in your head, you know, I've experienced this. The guy in our scramble hadn't played in four months, was playing really bad, took some time off. He's like, guys, I have no idea how I'm going to play today. I'm probably not going to help us at all. Right. Think about the feeling of that going into a round. It's that's tight, tentative, shame, embarrassment, and but but unpack the expectation. The expectation is like regularly be giving shots, like a right. part of the team, right? Now think about the feeling of what you just said. If that person's expectation was, let's see if I can like make like give us a chip today make a putt today yeah like one or two right i've told this to many people before like if your only job is to hit one really good one today and that's the one you kind of take away and if you get your good one on hole three let's see if i can get a second right and then you get your second one on hole four all right let's see if i can have three three really good shots today suddenly it's like this uh, little, really yeah, these free little, low expectation. little easy goals yeah right? mini goals like setting your bar low but also like knowing that that's not saying you don't want to perform that's just more of a mechanism to put yourself in position to perform with because look if you're not playing well or you think you're worse than everyone else and you want to provide a good shot on every hole you're going to be disappointed yeah, absolutely. because your expectations aren't in line so I, it's so funny how scrambles, I love these episodes because we've already unpacked so many different elements that you could learn from scrambles for your own game. Absolutely. Everyone just thinks scrambles are fun and you hit driver every time. No, there's a lot of learnings in scrambles. Totally. You know, those mini goals are, are so key. And uh, that's, a, that's a huge takeaway, I think, from a scramble. Um, you know, and... Just enjoying yourself out there because that's always the vibe, you know, the vibes you, you get, you know, you're in oftentimes we don't enjoy ourselves when we're <laughs> playing on our own ball. Yeah. And 
I mean, I obviously sometimes we talk about enjoy the ride, but like you can't, we can't, I can't because we all deal with it. I mean, I was playing in Montana this past week and I was good at the start of the trip and then kind of started to lose it and started to get down out there. And I don't know where the ball's going. And, you know, you just got to step back and like, just, Hey, <laughs> just, it's going to be okay. Right. Yeah. That's hard though. But, but those vibes from a scramble are so great. It's like so exhilarating to make a putt, right? Everybody's high-fiving on every hole. You make a birdie putt. It's kind of a rush out there. You kind of, it's addicting, you know, That's as a awesome. team. Yeah, yeah. It's almost as addictive as rowback, you know, hit that almost. link in our show notes, 15% off. The funny thing, Serum, is I actually used this when I caddied for our buddy Ryan one summer. Uh, uh, dynamic only, duo right there. I think it was the only cut he made that summer. So wow. clearly maybe I should caddy for Bryson. There's a, there's a learning right there for Ryan. <laughs> um, yeah. Right. But I would have, and I think you can use this for your own game. I think you can use this in scrambles. I think you can use it for partner uh, matches. I would have a few stories or a few jokes kind of in my back pocket that I know kind of loosens me or everyone up. So like with Ryan, we had this inside joke. We had this inside joke from high school that I knew always makes us laugh. And I would wait for when, because, you know, Ryan's tendency was he'll miss a putt and he'll walk a thousand miles an hour to the next tee. And as his caddy, like I'm just trying to keep up. Right. So I'm not saying anything. And you don't want it to spiral into three holes. Right. You want him to let him do it. But then like, okay, that's over. Let's commit and try and be better on the next hole. But these little moments and stories to your point about having a good time with scrambles. A lot of that, a lot of what we love about scrambles is the banter and the storytelling and the laughs. And there's no reason why you can't bring that same energy to when you play. For sure. Totally in the emotion out there. I mean, how pumped up do you get? Right. (laughs) You start start doing tiger fist bumps. Yeah. And, you know, you don't want to be a total goof when you're playing normal golf, but like bring that over to you, you know, bring that over to the, you know, when you're playing, when, when you're, you know, keeping score, you make a putt, get happy. You know, you had a bad hole and then you come back and whatever. It, it's, um, boy, that, that's, that, that is so key is, is why are we having more fun? You're having more fun playing the scrambles with the guys. Like you said, there's the banter, there's the jokes, there's the music, there's the, just everything. Boy, we'd shoot a lot more. We shoot a lot lower scores. If we, uh, if we brought those good vibes to our own. So so speaking of vibes, I'll close out the vibe talk with this. Um, let's do a quick exercise. Let's say you go fourth. There's not really a great option. Like you're not dead, but there's not a great option. So there's a little bit more pressure on you. I would encourage people to do this. Dr. Joe Parent, who wrote Zen Golf, who we've had on the show, you, I, you'll notice this. He didn't say this overtly, but he uses this a lot in his teaching, which I've picked out is humor is an unbelievable tool as a reset button. So let's say you snap hook it into the trees and you get really pissed off and down. The second scenario is you do the same thing, but say, can you believe how good I am? I avoided that water by 200 yards. You know, <laughs> something like absurd, but you're making a joke out of a really bad, in your mind, a really bad shot. 
But in your mind, you were thinking, don't hit in the water, don't hit in the water. Well, guess what? You missed the water by 200 yards. That's pretty right. impressive, yeah. right? I would say, so, well, that was that was my anti-right swing. You know, yeah, right? <laughs> right. So like, think about how you can, we're not always going to prevent the frustration. The goal is how quickly can you get out of the frustration back to what you're trying to do? And those like self-deprecating jokes and keeping everybody light, Loose. that's a skill. It's, it, it's, it's a skill and it takes work Ev, because, you know, your mind goes in a lot of different places when you start struggling out there and everything gets faster and quicker and more serious. Um, how do you know, it, the trick is being aware. You talk about awareness a lot on the show, Ev, being aware of each moment, right. And, and dealing it with that, dealing with it in a healthy way. Like you said, crack a joke. Yeah. My God. <laughs> and the other I mean? thing, sir, Look, I don't know if you've noticed it been, this. It could have been worse, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever realized this. Uh, when you make a bad swing or a bad shot in front of people, you go, God damn it. My stupid idiot. And you'll say things to yourself. Yeah. Um, sometimes more colorful than. Idiot. Yeah. A lot of yeah. times, though, a lot of times uh, that is a like an ego protector. Like the only reason that you actually, if you unpack it, the only reason you're actually getting upset is to show others hmm. that that wasn't actually what I'm trying to do. And that's not what I'm capable of. Or this, you, sometimes you want to show that, oh, this matters so much to me. Yeah. Whereas if you're alone. That's, that's tricky. Yeah. If you're alone out there. It's a little bit easier for it to just kind of roll off your shoulders. Or there's no comparison. Yeah. And that's, that's another thing to keep in mind. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's about those vibes. I think everybody, you know, really think about, you know, when you play in those scrambles, what's happening out here. <laughs> it, it's a lot of fun. It keeps you loose. Um, keeps you assertive and helps you trust your instincts, you know, and it's uh, how we play better golf have, right? Yeah. Is there anything else? I mean, I think that's, pretty good on this front is there anything yeah. you want to close with some good banter on social after this episode about you know uh, what others think or you know we get some you know some good dialogue going um but uh there is you know everybody thinks the scrambles are just some big joke they're not <laughs> they're absolutely not i think it's just a big you know it's a slow round of golf and everyone's gonna be partying and like you know and it's just a good joke grand old time it is a grand old time but makes you a better player makes you a better thinker out of the course. Um, so, so take a look and figure out, you know, what you can translate to your next yeah. round on your own ball. Yeah. I mean, I think my takeaway is there's always, every experience is a great opportunity to learn. Um, scrambles, especially. Um, so if you can learn how to notice the differences in hitting first versus fourth, and uh trying to replicate the feelings of first and acknowledge the pressure of fourth but focus on what you are trying to do versus the result you're trying to achieve um you know i think you can improve your own game a lot more and just you know enjoy the ride out there more i That's think it. there's a lot of learnings there from scrambles scrambles i think are the <laughs> if, if there's some sort of you know explanation about enjoying the ride in the game of golf, I think, you know, there's a lot of enjoying the ride at the scramble. Yep. So, uh, 
hope you guys like this one and got some takeaways and let's keep the conversation going. Yeah, definitely uh, tweet us at the par train, DM us at the par train on Instagram, comment, follow us. And uh, guys, if we've added any value to your game, please spread the word, tell a friend, give yep. us a subscribe on Apple podcasts and give us a review. That stuff helps us go up the ranks and um, reach more people and, um, and, and share and, and share your ideas. And, and, you know, and if you want to challenge us, challenge us, you know, it's all about keep, keeping the conversation moving and learning from each other. That's why these episodes are so fun out, right? Chipping away yeah. mental game round table. So keep it coming guys. Yep. All right. Well, no matter how you hit them guys, what do they got to do, sir? Just enjoy the ride. All right, guys. Take care.